This is Rolling with Tay Podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and this is episode 19. On this episode, I have one of my favorite cousins on my dad's side, <laughs> uh, Kevin. We grew up together. I've known him all my life. He's a year older than me. Um, thanks for being on the podcast, Kevin. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for the intro. I really appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You know, we have this running joke in the family who was the bad one. Um, when we were younger, um, now that we're adults, can you just admit it was you? <laughs> is that how we rolling? Uh, is that how we rolling? Uh, nah, like it wasn't really me, man. Like you were the one who was bad, especially you and Brittany. And we already know all that. We already know. We already know what the real truth is. But it's all good. You see, it's all good. I'll be the villain. You- I'll be the villain right now. I'll be the villain right now. <laughs> you- <laughs> listen. Okay. Listen, you just threw Britney under the bus. You know, yeah, you didn't I, I threw Britney wow. under the bus. She would have done the same thing to me. Wow. <laughs> she would have done the same thing to me. You're absolutely right. She would have. But. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how you just try to do it too. But it's okay. You know, listen. you're one of my favorite cousins too. <laughs> Thanks, Kev. You know, listen, those who know, know. It was Kevin. But yeah, um, <laughs> whatever, 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 <laughs> whatever. <You> anyway, <laughs> this 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 season of my podcast, I've been interviewing my cousins. I interviewed Courtney and I interviewed Eric on my mom's side. And, you know, it's dope that my cousins do these dope things, you know, so why not interview you guys? Absolutely. Um, you know, so again, thanks for being a a guest on my podcast. Absolutely, Tay. Anything for you. Oh, thanks, Kev. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to interview you about is um your martial arts. You've been taking martial arts since uh <laughs> since you were a kid. <laughs> yeah. But I think it has it has progressed and developed into something deeper for you. Like I'm I'm just saying I took martial arts when I was, I don't know, like 12, 13. Mm -hmm. And I probably took it because of you. I knew that you took it. And one of my close friends from my building, you also, Mm -hmm. he was taking it. So I was like, oh, cool. Let me take martial arts. Um, (laughs) uh, I probably should have stuck with it. But, you know, um, one of the things I didn't like about it Mm -hmm. was one time we had to to move up and you know get another belt I had to face this girl that was in my class mm-hmm. and instead of me facing her brother who was more of my size even though he was a boy he was more of my size um I had to face her because she was a girl and mm-hmm. she was like two three years older than me and you know, much bigger than me. And I'm just like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, why, why? Yeah. <laughs> so needless to say, I left that day with a headache because she kept kicking me in the head. Even though I had like the gear on, I was just like, yo, is this? Are you serious? Yo, I was like, hey. I was like, what is going on? Like, is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, that's serious, man. Dang, okay. Like, you never told me this. You never told me any of this stuff. 
I got kicked in the head when I was 12. By- <laughs> yeah, Tasia, like you never told me that you took martial arts and Uncle Jesse never said anything. Um, like, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a long time. I, I, I think I got to a yellow stripe or, or orange. Oh, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't even remember. I know I was more than a white belt. So mm-hmm. I was white, then white stripe, then yellow, then yellow stripe. So I believe I was just a yellow stripe. Yeah. And then I was just like, you know what? Let's try something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, yeah. And like I said, I should have kept with it because it would have taught me how to probably be more disciplined and mm-hmm. and just fitness wise. Um yeah. and um self-defense. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah, that was my, that was my stint of <laughs> my yeah. yeah, it's a great thing to learn, man. It's a great thing to learn. Absolutely now, great thing to learn. Mm-hmm. Now, you started when you were a kid, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And was it something, was it like a movie or something that you saw, or your friends? What made you say, mom, dad, I want to start taking martial arts? Um. It's kind of uh, it's kind of funny, but I guess it's kind of like your cliche, I guess answer. Um, I was a really big fan of the Karate Kid movie whenever I was a kid. So, I mean, like as you know, like that and uh, Ninja Turtles and everything mm-hmm. like that. But like, <laughs> but like I was so like so like I was constantly like kicking and punching stuff around the house and and everything. Like I was just like a like an active kid. So like, and on top of that, you know, like I. I wanted to, um, I wanted to learn it. Like I just, it was just so cool to me because you know other kids are into basketball, and it's just like I love basketball, and I, I mean, and I could play it and everything. But it was just like I loved all types of sports, but like I've always had like a martial arts, like first first love of martial arts. So um, it started then, and um, it also, uh, but I, it really solidified whenever I got bullied uh, whenever I was in school. And uh, started in uh, grade school was when I got bullied, um, like, by this fifth grader. I'm not going to say his name, but, like, I got bullied by this fifth grader when I was in, like, second or third grade. And, like, um, you know, like, I came home and my dad was just like, oh, you know, we got to do something about this. So, um, like, he he saw that I was always active. I was always kicking and punching stuff around the house so he decided he was like you know what like we're gonna try to put you in judo Mm. so that's when I started like I started in judo when I was uh I was in grade school I think I was like six or seven or something like that Mm. yeah um you definitely were an active kid you definitely (laughs) (laughs) shut up (laughs) whatever (laughs) Tasia so were you listen yeah um um so judo yeah how is it, how is that different from karate because that's a different form of martial arts right correct yeah um so judo is mainly grappling um where uh they they don't really use a lot of kicking and punching like the kicking and punching is very very minimal it's mm-hmm. uh mainly grappling um sorry grappling and um in throws um so it's it's pretty much like the standing and grappling form of it um where you are taking someone's body weight and you're shifting their body weight and you're using it against them essentially to you know throw them over your shoulder take them down you know sweeps and stuff like that 
whereas karate is uh, mainly um, focused on a lot of striking, you know, kicks, punches, stuff like that. So, excuse me. So judo is a little bit different. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I found it pretty exciting, but um, as a kid, like I kept hitting, I kept getting thrown down on my head a lot and like I would get headaches and stuff like that. But, um, you know, like my dad would put me in tournaments. So that's why that was the whole thing with the karate kid that I mentioned earlier to where like whoever seen the karate kid, like they know that um, in the movie, like they have tournament scenes and, you know, Daniel gets bullied and all that other stuff. And like, that's why that series is like so important to me because it resonates with my childhood about like what I went through when it came to the bullies and then me going to tournaments and um, although in the movie, it was a different style that Daniel was learning mm-hmm. whenever I was in the tournaments, like in the judo tournaments, like I just I just kind of felt that same roar of the crowd and, you know, all of that. But, um, yeah, I had I had taken it for a while and I and I got pretty successful at it. I got pretty successful at it. Uh, what, what do we call successful at it? Like, um, like, so um, I, I was the Pennsylvania state champion. Um, when I was, I think seven, seven or eight, I can't remember, but, uh, my mom and dad still have the truth, um, of the trophy down, downstairs in the basement. So, um, like my first place trophy, um, but I was pretty successful at it. I was only, uh, I was only an orange belt whenever I won that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it was, that was, I guess in hindsight, like I, I was just like, wow, you know, like that, that was an awesome accomplishment. But, you know, when I was a kid, I just knew about first, first place was cool. You know, like I didn't really notice the, in, I mean, I didn't really think about the impact that it, you know, that it had, I guess at the time, but yeah, like I was first place, like, and there's a picture around the house somewhere with me on the, on the little high risers and stuff like that. Um, but my mom would, my mom would say, she was like, Oh, well, like, um, you know, like she's not like the biggest sports fan, as you know. So like she would get, she would get attitude some, sometimes, you know, because she didn't want to be there on a Saturday morning, you know, obviously like she didn't want to be there mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning watching me, you know, do like judo for, you know, half the day. But like, she said that she got tired of it because I kept winning. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> so she said she got tired of it because I kept winning, but you know, like I ended up, um, I ended up uh, stopping judo like after a while because I kept getting headaches after being thrown down a lot. So, um, so yeah. Mm. Yep. Well, I didn't know that, that you were state champ. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> no. <that's just> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it was, a, I mean, like it was like in the, like, like the kids division or something like that. Like I got to ask my dad, but, but yeah, I got the trophy down downstairs in the basement somewhere underneath all that stuff that mom mom got down there so um yeah i thought you knew that no i just knew that you took martial arts uh, you know i didn't know the extent of it you know and mm-hmm. sh- shout out to Ain't Linda. she's a listener listener of the yeah. podcast <laughs> mom. Um, yeah but no i didn't yeah i didn't know that so yeah. then what did you take next you stopped that then what, what um came next so 
Man, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> so I stopped for a while um, and I got into basketball and, I, you know, I was playing basketball, not on, you know, like a team or anything, but just like recreational basketball. I got really good at that, um, you know, or, or at least I thought I got pretty good at it. And then um, I picked back, I picked it up back. Like I've always had a love for it. So, like, I still remember, like, a lot of the stuff that, you know, that I was taught from judo. Mm -hmm. But I picked it back up again whenever um, whenever I was in uh, a little bit in college. I started a little bit in college. So, like, I had, like, a really long break. Um, but I started it again in college in um, 2000 and one 2002 mm -hmm. um and that style was tong sudo which is a korean um form of martial arts um and it, it kind of goes along with taekwondo it's just another art form um so i i started with that and i i got all the way up to the brown stripe which was two levels away from black mm. Yeah. So and the reason why I stopped was because like my, you know, I graduated college and then my instructor moved and, and then I moved back to Pittsburgh. So it was a lot, but I was determined to keep going uh, somehow, some way. Now, what made you choose that form? Tongue Sudo. Mm -hmm. um, it was the only like it was the only one offering. Um, sorry only one offered on campus mm. at the time. So um, like my instructor, um, Master Ray, he, he would have like classes in, in a, in another portion of the gym, not the main gym where they play basketball, but another gym, he would have, um, he would have classes there. And I remember just walking by one day and being, and, and you know, thinking, well, you know, man, like I didn't really have, um, I didn't, like that love for basketball that I thought that I had, mm -hmm. you know, like I was trying to be like everybody else, like, Oh man, I used to ball, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, um, you know, I try to devote that much attention and that much, um, focus to it. Mm -hmm. Like I did martial arts, but it wasn't really, it wasn't really clicking. Like, you know, like I, I felt like I was being called back to it, I guess you could say. So mm. in college, I went back into it and, um, that was the only one being offered on campus at the time. So, um, yeah, I started, I started doing that. Of fell back in love with it. I don't think I ever fell out of love with martial arts. I think <laughs> I put it on a hiatus. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I like that. You put it on a hiatus. Yeah. And and that's cool that your college offered it. Yeah, absolutely. I was shocked. I didn't even know they offered it. Um <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, yeah, I, I I didn't like it wasn't like I think it was and I think I think I remembered like signing up for it in my sophomore year. And like it was on one of the courses that like you could choose, I guess. And uh, I was mm -hmm. just like, wow, like, I didn't even know that, that you know, like, that it was being, uh, you know, offered, like it, it didn't even give the style. It just said martial arts. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, awesome. And I'm still in touch with my, I'm still in touch with my, um, my seafood today. 
Yeah. So. Hmm, that's pretty cool. Thank you. <laughs> One of the <laughs> courses offered in my college was bowling. We had a bowling alley. So I'm terrible at bowling. <laughs> I'm <laughs> terrible at bowling, man. <laughs> I was bowling. I was like, oh, yeah. that's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, I'm terrible at bowling. And well, I'll put I'll post the pictures. But um, Kevin, how tall are you? I'm six three. Right. So just imagine, right? Mm-hmm. He he. I'm talking to the listeners, right? Like oh. you, you are you're walking around. People are like, hey, you <laughs> you play ball, right? Like you should play ball. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah, I don't. <laughs> I'm a martial artist, so yeah. you just gotta you just gotta think like how long. Like I could be down the block, and then Kevin can like put his leg up and kick me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> That's what everybody everybody be clowning me about that. Like my long legs, my long arms, all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> after you get back. Um, after you know your, um, you get home from college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the next form? Um. So after I get home from college, um, I still keep in touch with my my Sifu. Um, Sifu is master and um, master teacher um, or whatever in um, in Chinese. So, <clears throat> but at the time he was just Master Ray. So. Um, when I get back home, you know, like I, um, I still want to continue it obviously. So, um, and master Ray's in Virginia beach and I'm in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, so I have to, you know, like, I'm just like, man, you know what? Like I want to, I want to continue. So what I would do is I would go down at the time. I didn't have a car whenever I graduated college in 2005. So, um, what I would do was, um, once I got a car, I would drive back down to Virginia beach periodically to kind of like train with mm. master Ray and, um, and just attend. Like he had, he had, um, open workouts on Wednesday nights and like the open workouts, we would do, uh, weapons forms. We would do like, like, uh, we would do some sparring. We would do patterns. We would do. And like, for those who don't know, patterns are kind of like uh, katas to where, like you're doing certain movements and it's um it's it's to simulate what you would do in an actual fight mm. um and there's different forms of katas that you know lead you up to different belts but anyway um so like on the Wednesday night workouts he would have those even when I was in college and I should have mentioned this but he would have those Wednesday night workouts even in college and, um, you know, like we would go there, I would go there after class every night. Well, sorry. Um, every Wednesday night, I would try to go there after class and just learn all that I could. Cause I, I just, I, I loved it. And like, I think that probably, probably when I was probably toward the end of my college career and you know, like after I moved, after I've left college and moved back to Pittsburgh, I knew I was like, man, you know what? Like, this is something that I am in love with. Like I love 
martial arts and, you know, combat and taking care of myself and all of that. So when I moved back here, um, like I said, once I got a car, uh, I was able to make arrangements with Master Ray and drive down to Virginia Beach. So I would I would literally drive from Pittsburgh down to Virginia Beach and stay there for like a weekend and just kind of go to his open workouts that he would have on the weekends, like on Saturdays and Sundays, because mm-hmm. um, he was also a gymnastics teacher. So he, he had, he had a, um, he was teaching gymnastics and, and he was a, a martial arts instructor as well. So, um, you know, like he, he actually gave me my first pair of nunchucks mm. after I, after I went down there um, a couple of times, cause he knew that I'd loved it. Like he saw mm-hmm. that, like I was dedicated to it and, um, he knew that I loved it. So I just continued on with it there. And, um, I think it was kind of meant for me to stick around him cause he introduced me to, um, uh, my other Sifu, which is like my other master is, um, uh, his name is professor Dill mm-hmm. and he was teaching Jeet Kune Do, which is the art that Bruce Lee or the style that Bruce Lee had, developed mm. um so that kind of leads right into <laughs> right into that next style um yeah so he he um he was he was a professor dill was a former student of bruce lee um he never met him <laughs> but uh bruce lee had three schools oakland seattle and I think LA, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. So Professor Dill was out of the Oakland school um, where where a guy named James Lee, who was no relation to Bruce Lee, was, you know, teaching Wing Chun. And Wing Chun is a form of martial arts to where like you're, you know, like it's pretty much close, close quarter (laughs) combat. So he was teaching that and um, he pretty much... um, uh, he was teaching Wing Chun and he was teaching also like the lessons that Bruce Lee had developed through Jeet Kune Do. Um, and uh, Professor Dill pretty much um, carried that legacy along with him once once, um, once James Lee passed away. Mm. Um, he continued that lesson on. So fast forward all the way to now, like um, uh, I don't know how Master Ray was able to get in touch with him, but I remember Master Ray saying to me, he was just like, you know, like he had sent sent like the flyer to me in the mail. He um and he asked me if I wanted to learn Bruce Lee's Jeet Kune Do. And I was like, oh, of course. And so like I went back down to Virginia Beach because Professor Dill was doing a seminar. And when you do seminars, like they teach you all 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 types of stuff. Um so I went back down there for a seminar um in two thousand and six, I think two thousand and six. This was like right after I graduated, 2006. And um, I went down there for a seminar and I fell in love with Jeet Kune Do. So I, I was, I was just building, a, I was just building on my, I was building on my inventory of what I knew as far as like mm-hmm. the different styles. So I don't want to talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk too much. <laughs> so wait, so yeah. that's what you're taking. That's what you're, practicing now no um (laughs) i've done a lot so 
<laughs> like, do you want me to elaborate more? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so with Jeet Kune Do, that's an art that Bruce Lee developed. Bruce Lee's Chinese. Mm-hmm. So, um, I jumped into that, and I was taking that, and through the deal system, um, uh, self defense, self defense systems, Jeet Kune Do. I was I was taking that and um I um I got all the way up to I almost made black sash. Um I'm still trying to work on my black sash. A black sash is pretty much a black belt in um in Jeet Kune Do, which is which is what Professor is, you know, teaching under um his curriculum. Mm-hmm. So I I got up to senior practitioner level two. Which was, I think, two, two, excuse me, two away from black. So I got up to, so I got all the way up to senior, senior practitioner level two, and um, I still have a membership with him and everything. Like I still keep in touch with him, even on Facebook. Um, well, I haven't been on Facebook in years, but um, like that. But um, I still keep in touch with him. Um, I'm still associated with him. So. Um, it was uh I was really excited to learn that. I was really excited to learn that because how often I mean, come on, Tay, like how often do you find someone who was associated with Bruce Lee's, you know, philosophies or Bruce Lee's teachings, you know, even though he said he never met him directly, he was still a part of one of Bruce Lee's schools that he had within the West Coast area. So I was like, Man, like I'm not passing that up. Like that was that you know. I, that's a, that's a really special time that I had in my life that I was able to at least learn the concepts of it. Um, you know, and Jeet Kune Do is, uh, the way of the intercepting fist. So you're pretty much hitting, hitting the attacker before they can hit you or you're stopping the hit. It's kind of like a stop hit. Mm. So, so like, it's awesome, man. It's awesome. So I love that. So if I was to act like I'm punching you, you would be able to stop my fist. Is that what you're saying? That's the idea of it. Meaning like if you're, if you're, if you're swinging at me or if you're trying to attack me, the idea is um, longest target to, sorry, longest weapon to nearest target. So, um, Bruce Lee always used to say to reach me, you must move to me. Mm. So he would, he would use like whatever, like the longest target, sorry, the longest weapon that he have um, has would, you know, reach you first, essentially. I'm probably screwing it all up because I'm nervous right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's <okay>. but, <laughs> but it's all good. So like, if, so like if you were swinging at me, the idea is to, is to stop the attack before oh. it reaches me, but also hit you at the same time. Oh, damn. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So at this point, after you're learning this, right? Mm-hmm. Are you in any competitions? No. Um, I only did I only did competitions when I was in Tong Sudo, which was with Master Ray, um, the style that I told you uh prior. So I was only in competitions with uh with him um sorry with uh with them so we would go to different tournaments sometimes and i forgot about it like i've just done a lot of it so Mm -hmm. so we would go to different so we would go to different tournaments with him um i think i've only been to maybe like two or three 
but like we would go to different tournaments and uh i wouldn't i think i did maybe a couple sparring matches and maybe like a couple forms um and you know yeah like so i would just do i would just do tournaments with with them uh but not with jikundo like it, it was jikundo was like strictly just learning learning the concepts and learning mm. learning what it what it was about and just building upon my uh, you know, my inventory. Okay. Yeah. So, Jean Jean Kudo. I don't know. G- I, G- <laughs> G- Kudo. So, okay. G- Jeet Kune Do. J E E T, uh, Kun K U N E, and then Do D O. Okay. So after, because there's more after this. So yes. <laughs> okay, yes. So <laughs> once you move on from this. Right. Then what's next? Yeah. And then what? Why did you move on from it? That's the thing. So, Professor Dill, the reason why I moved on from it, um, I'm like I still, you know, try to train in it. I guess mm-hmm. whenever he has seminars, but you know, um, the the thing about it is, the thing I was getting so frustrated was, was that, you know, like my teachers were like Master Ray was in Virginia Beach, I was in Pittsburgh at the time, but you know, when I when I left college in 2005, I moved out to Virginia, you know, where, you know, mm-hmm. near uncle Bill and Aunt Lee, like, um, in 2007. So what happened was, was that every, I was getting frustrated because every time I would, I would, I would reach like, at least in my opinion, like a point of success with these styles or these arts, I would always have to have to move or, you know, mm. have to, something was always happening. And so, um, it's not like I wanted to stop it, yeah. but you know, like I had to, and Professor Dill was located in Oklahoma. So like, he's a great guy, man. Like, um, he was located in Oklahoma. So he would have different, he would have different, um, teachers and different martial arts instructors throughout the, throughout the U S that went through his program that, you know, like he named as, you know, Sifus to mm-hmm. where they were able to teach everybody else. So but, like whenever he would come to these, whenever he would go to uh, like, I remember I, I, um, he had a seminar in uh, Jersey and he had a seminar in New Jersey in Camden. And I went down there and um, it was like a two day seminar, got a hotel and everything. It was like a two day seminar in Camden. And um, I went down there for that, for Jeet Kune Do. And then he had another one in DC and I went for that one as well. So, but, um, but yeah, so, um, uh, I still keep in touch with them to this day, but you asked what was next. Mm-hmm. So what was next was what was next after Jeet Kune Do? I did, I, I did a little bit of Muay Thai um, and Taekwondo, but the Taekwondo was very short lived because by that time I was already living in the area, like the Virginia, Maryland, DC area. Mm-hmm. And at the time I wasn't making the money that I wanted to make to afford like the monthly cost for these schools. Mm, mm-hmm. So it was like, it was like super, it was like super expensive, I guess back, you know, back, back then for me, it was like super expensive. And, um, so I tried out Taekwondo, but you know, it, it was, you know, like it was too expensive for me to try to try to continue it. And then, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, Muay Thai came into play a little bit uh, after that. I didn't really go into a school for that. Like they, you know, like this guy was teaching it. <clears throat> Excuse me, like this guy was teaching it at at like um, a local gym around around the way. But um, I was like, eh, you know, like I want to, you know, like I want to kind of, I want to be able to go every night. And the mm-hmm. classes that he had, like it wasn't really teaching teaching that often. So um, I would probably say I could fast forward to Krav Maga, which was 2016, mm-hmm. 2016, 2017 was when I started. Um, no, 2018, excuse me. 2018 was when I started Krav Maga. And Krav Maga is an Israeli, I'm sorry, is is an Israeli self-defense form. Mm-hmm. So um, I was I was in that for about two years and I love that. Krav Maga was awesome. And while I was doing that, I was also boxing at the same time. Mm. I heard of Krav Maga. Is that yeah, a, Krav is Maga that... is awesome. And, mm. and okay, so how is that similar or different from the last form that you take it? Yeah, from Muay Thai and Jeet Kune Do mm. and all those. Um, yeah. Krav Maga is pretty much, it's, uh, it's in my opinion, it's one of the most... Um, effective forms of martial arts because it kind of combines a lot of styles together and you're mm-hmm. using you're using a lot of elbows and knees and strikes and takedowns and you know um we work with weapons and all of that so it kind of it kind of mixes it all together mm-hmm. and so does Jeet Kune Do a little bit but um you know it's it's a little bit more in my opinion, I think Krav Maga is a little bit more, um, a little bit more rugged than Jeet Kune Do, I guess I could say. If that was, and uh, what I mean by rugged, it's like, it's a little bit more dangerous mm. than it, you know, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Krav Maga was awesome because all, all the way up until this point, I had never learned any any ground ground game, you know, like. Um, it was all striking because I love strikes, Tasia. Like I like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I love striking and you know keeping my distance and you know like I mm-hmm. love that. But but you know like up until this point, like I hadn't learned any anything on the ground and I was just like, man, you know what? And you know like I love UFC. Like you know I love the UFC. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm a huge UFC fan, so you know I wanted to learn my um, I wanted to learn a ground ground game like how to defend myself on the ground if i'm ever taken on the ground what i need to do certain situations and Krav my god gives you that gives you that well-rounded aspect in that um in that area and i ended up going into that because i was thinking to myself i was like man you know what like i gotta you know like i gotta keep going man like i don't I, you know like i didn't want like my love for martial arts to die mm-hmm. not that it was going to but you know like you just if you're passionate about something or you really love something, like you got to keep doing it, man. At least in my opinion, like you got to keep going, um, you know, like to kind of feed that, to kind of feed that need. Um, and plus I love it, man. Like, it's just, it's just something about it. And all the while, like you're staying in shape at the same time. Um, so yeah, Krav, Krav was definitely awesome. So why did that stop? Because of the pandemic? <laughs> 
No, it didn't stop like a lot. Uh, well, that doesn't make any sense. Let me say this. Um, the school that I was at in Maryland, I was there for the first year. The second year, um, you know, obviously like the pandemic um, happened in 2000. Well, before then, the previous place had um, had caught fire and it like like blew up. Oh, okay. So they had to get a new school and all that stuff. And then once they finally got everything going again, I went back over to to the school to train. And um, but hey, like they had they had so many classes. Like they had they had this one class called tie pads. So I was getting back into Muay Thai with the with the elbow strikes and the knee strikes. Then they had wrestling class. Then they had um regular Krav Maga uh, level class. So I was in level two. I was in level two class. So I got up to a yellow in uh, Krav Maga in level two. And um, then the place blew up and then they had to put a hold on it. So, mm -hmm. and then everybody went back. And then when everybody went back, that's when the pandemic happened mm -hmm. in, you know, 2020. So they, you know, took off. And, um, you know, after um, after they took off, after they took off, um, it was, uh, it was a little bit of a, it was a little bit of a, I guess like a slump that I was in. I was like, man, you yeah. know what? Like, why, why is all this stuff keep happening? You know, <laughs> but, um, but, but, you know, also, also I was like, man, you know, what? like, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. So like, I was, I was, I think I was running myself a little ragged at that point. Cause I was going to so many classes Tay, like, mm -hmm because I just wanted to soak in everything that I could like, because I guess my ass, you know, like my, I guess my mentality is I want to make sure that I'm, you know, well-prepared for every situation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm Superman. It doesn't mean that, you know, like I can, you know, beat everybody up or anything like that, but it's just like, I like, I like being prepared, especially when it comes to, you know, family and friends and people that I care about, you know, um, you know, I I want to make sure that I'm able to protect them, you know, mm -hmm. and to protect myself. So um, I take it very seriously on, you know, like the stuff that I do or the stuff that I know. I know I joke around a lot. Like, you know me. Like, I know I joke around a lot. I have fun. <clears throat> but, you know, like I, you know, like I'm always I would like to think I'm always aware of what situations we're in. Mm -hmm. So. um, So, yeah, like so. So that stopped because of the pandemic. And then when they finally got the new facility up and running, I went back for more classes and then I injured myself. Like I ended up in wrestling class. I ended up, um, I ended up partially tearing my, um, ACL mm. and, um, and, and I didn't even know it. Like we were doing ground, <clears throat> excuse me, like we were doing groundwork and I didn't even know that it, you know, like my, uh, my ACL tour. So it's a, you know, like it was a, it was a bittersweet moment cause I had to stop for a second. And, and like I said, like while I was doing that, I was also boxing at the same time, you know, through a friend of mine. So, um, I was just, I just, I just like, I just like all of that, man. Like, I just, I just like making sure that I'm, that I'm, you know, well, well-rounded and it's just a, it's just a passion that I have. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
So your hands are a weapon. Your hands and your feet are a weapon. Your whole body are a weapon. You're a yeah. weapon. <laughs> whatever well i mean well one of the well one of the one of the you know like my guy that teaches me uh boxing he was just like um like he's an older guy but he was like he was like man he was just like he said man like when i was younger talking about himself he was like man like when i was younger man like i was a i was a walking weapon i was like what do you mean he was just like man uh he said he just felt he just felt really good about whatever, you know, like, in, like, like whatever situation he was in, like, he just felt really confident in his abilities. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was like, that's where, that's where I, I think that's what I wanted to kind of accomplish, mm. not to compete or anything like that. Um, like in tournaments or anything like that, but I just wanted to, um, I wanted to make sure that, you know, that you know that was that was what I was. So a walking weapon is pretty cool. Mm. Pretty so, cool. all right. So now you're boxing. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So how was that? Boxing is going great. I still do it. Um, like we take breaks here and there because of you know different situations as far as like. Like when I tore my, uh, when I partially tore my ACL, I had to mm-hmm. take a little bit of a break from them. Um, but you know, like we'll, you know, in in the pandemic a little bit, um, but we still hop right on track, and it's cool because he's a friend of mine. So even if we do take breaks, like he literally is like twenty minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. So so you know we'll you know like we'll take breaks um, every now and then, but we're usually pretty, pretty steady, but, um, he introduced me to boxing a lot more. Um, and I just fell in love with the sport and now I love, now it's like, okay, I have the martial arts experience and I have boxing experience too. Maybe not in the ring, but I, Mm -hmm. you know, like I've sparred, you know, um, I've sparred with, you know, people and like with him and I'm not learning it just to, you know, like I'm not learning it to compete, but it's mm-hmm. more like to, you know, keep in shape. And and I'm also learning the skill at the same time. So mm-hmm. I could, you know, defend myself if something were to happen type of thing. It's like, I want to make sure that I cover all grounds of, of it, or at least I try to cover all grounds of it, but man, boxing is amazing, man. I I love it. Absolutely love it. Do you think you'll get back into or take another form of martial arts? Yeah, um, it might be a while because because mm-hmm. after my ACL tear, I was like, uh, I mean, like I'm fine now. Like I can, you know, kick and all that other stuff. Like, but I was just like, mm, maybe I should take a little bit of a break mm. to kind of, um, maybe I should take a little bit of a break just to kind of give like my joints a rest when it comes to that. Cause I had been doing it for so long. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think eventually I will. Oh no. Like I'm, I'm in love with, I'm in love with boxing. Um, but when I do get back into it, I'm probably gonna, cause Krav Maga's are really, really rough. Like it's hard on the body, man. Mm. Like it's really hard on the body. <laughs> so I might, um, I might go down, I might condense it down to maybe jujitsu or something like that mm-hmm. to where I'm on the ground. Um, and not, you know, not so much striking as mm-hmm. much, but yep. Mm, that's cool. 
that's yeah. cool that you know you've stuck with this since you were younger like this has just been a part of your life this is who you are like this is an extension of yourself you know absolutely um and i like i knew that you were still taking martial arts i didn't know the different forms but i, I knew that you were still active in it mm-hmm. but i didn't know like to what extent and um mm. and i think that's really cool um thanks Tay. what do you think what what does it do for you mentally oh man what does it do for me mentally um it gives you uh well like for me like it it gave me more confidence in myself Mm -hmm. it gave me you know um because because it's not it's not all about it's not all about fighting and getting into different scuffles with people and you know causing fight you know like it's not about that man like what it's mainly about is um, at least for me, what it's mainly about is, you know, like you learn a different, it's almost like you learn more about yourself. Like you learn mm-hmm. how to deal with different situations. You learn that it doesn't always have to call for fighting it, you know, like you learn to mediate things a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you, it's about, you know, self-awareness. A lot of the times it's about channeling your anger and, you know, mm. all of that, because just because you know how to do that doesn't mean that that's what, you know, like you default to. So, um, you know, it, it's about, you know, like for me, it's just, it's just something that gets me it's something that gets me out of the bed in the morning. Some, you know, like mm. whenever I was training, it just, mm-hmm. I just, I just like, I like doing it. Um, and it gives me more confidence. It gives me reassurance that I can still kick as high as I can, or that I can still, you know, punch, or, you know, like do, do whatever, man. And it's just like, <clears throat> like I'm, I mentioned the karate kid like earlier on. And it's like, um, I know this may sound corny, but, Mr. Miyagi says like in one of the, you know, scenes, he was like karate is used for defense only. And it's like, so that's pretty much him saying like, you don't just go around picking fights. Like you're only using it to protect yourself and in the, the ones that you love. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not going out trying to be Mr. Big, big bad man, you know, like picking fights with people because I've studied all this stuff, you know, like it's, you know, it's about respect. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, respecting yourself. It's about analyzing situations. Like it gave me a better, it like it gave me a better understanding of what to look out for in different situations. And, you know, like, um, it's just awesome, man. I'm sure I can probably say more, like I said, like I'm kind of, kind of nervous, but no, I yeah. no, I get it. And I can, I can, and I can see it and understand. It's like, you know, the confidence that, you know, you can defend yourself. You know, that, Hey man, you better you better chill out because I I'll beat the hell out of you. No, right? no, but no, no. I, I, no, but what I'm saying is no. But I, I, for me, right, looking out, look from the outside, looking in, I think, right, when you know the confidence of of I really get this and I understand, and if someone was to attack me, I feel confident enough to defend myself. And to, mm-hmm. to be good at it or, you know, you, you walk a certain way. I think you would walk a certain way, not in a cockiness, but in a, the confidence of, 
yeah, I could beat the hell out of this person if, if that called for, or I can really defend myself, you know, Especially, like, you know, I'm in New York City, and there's so much going on out here. Um, and probably mm-hmm. all over, but mm-hmm. I just see it more so on the news. It's like, damn, someone got attacked, or this happened, or this happened. Yeah. And they're just walking down the street. Now, if you know that you can defend yourself without any weapon, or, you know, you you have that, you have that, uh, uh, like you said, you're like, your self-awareness, your surroundings, like, okay, like, I think you're, you're more aware because right. of, you know, like, all right, cool. This guy's walking next to me. All right. If he, if he was the swing, I could move back or I don't know. I, I just think that you are, or anyone who has um, taken a defense class mm-hmm. and has gone, especially to the levels that you have gone to in so many disciplines of him, um, yeah, you walking next to a guy and he swings at you. You stop his arm, punch him, yeah. the or just restrain him. I don't know. I could, but that's my you know seeing of it. Like, yes, you do right. feel confident in knowing right. that you understand something, and it does make you feel good. Um, and I'm, I'm assuming you, your fitness, you your level of fitness, because you have to take these. Uh, do these different disciplines and there's more than just the art form of uh, defending yourself to it there's the, the, the exercise to it like I'm sure you stretch Absolutely. and you do other things before you get into you know or on the mat or in the ring you yeah. know there's preparation that you have to do so now yeah. you know so I, I get it oh yeah absolutely yeah like it's um you know, like it's funny because it's like I had to, I had to get to that. I I had to force myself to kind of, I had to force myself to think like that, like because in the in the beginning, or I guess I could say, like you know, early on, like I had to force myself to be like, okay, Kev, like you know enough in order to do X, Y, and Z, and it's just like, um, I think that my problem was, was that I was, I was overthinking scenarios sometimes. Like I've never had to use it. And, and, you know, like I pray to God that I never have to use it because like someone always gets hurt and, you know, like it's just a lot of stuff, but, and that's why I said that it's not always about beating people up, you know, like you use it, you know, like a lot of people take it for confidence building Mm -hmm. and, you know, mentality and, you know, fitness and, you know, all of that stuff, but you're also learning something to defend yourself. So, you know, I've, I've so like for example like do you remember when me Tar and the kids came down in New York right Yeah Um even when we were walking down even even when we were walking in Harlem like I was you know like my you know like my brain was like okay well what if that person does this or what if this happens here or you know like i want to be able to make sure that this happens there just in case that happens here type of thing is and it's like my brain is always constantly thinking about how i can protect the people that i care about and i love you know what i'm saying so like i'm you know like i'm always like every time every time we go out you know, like every time, you know, like if we go out like as a family or something like that, you know, like mm-hmm. if we go to like the movies or something, or you know, like let's say me, you and Tara go go somewhere, like I'm always thinking about how 
you know, if something were to happen, how can I make sure Tasia and Tara are cool? So, like, I'm constantly having, like, my head on a swivel. You may not even realize it, Tay. Like, you may even, you know, like, you may see me as laughing and stuff like that. And that's cool. Like, I, but, but, like, I still try to be vigilant and mm -hmm. just, like, remember what I was taught, like, way back when from my different seafoods and my different, you know, teachers or whatever. And, you know, um, you know, I've, I think that, you know, I think that it's important to also, you know, um, say that you never, I don't think that someone can be over, I don't think it's healthy to be too confident because you never know what someone else knows. Mm -hmm. So you never know what someone else is going to do. So it's just like, you you know, like I don't, I don't have the mindset of, oh, well, you know, just because I study all this stuff, you know, like I can kick this guy's, you know, ass away, you know, like, it's not that it's just like, you never know, like you should never underestimate people. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you never know what they may have on them. You never know what situation you're going to be put in. And I've, I've always been taught that to not be too confident in, you know, like what you, I mean, like be confident in your abilities, but it's just like, mm -hmm. you don't like you, like we can't control what someone else is going to do. Yeah. So that's, I think that's why, you know, I never think of myself as, oh man, like, you know, I could kick anybody. Nah, like I, I, what I, what I do think about is if something were to happen, you know, I need to make sure that I'm prepared mm -hmm. as far as mentally. And I try to do that as best I can whenever I go out with, you know, like whom, whomever that I care about, you know? So, um, you know, I just, I like having that type of mentality about things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good mentality. Um, Absolutely. do you, um, do you think you'll teach you'll, you'll get to a level where you'll, you'll start to teach or can you even start to teach? Like, how is that? Um, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know. Like, um, maybe, um, maybe later on down the line, like whenever mm -hmm. I have kids, you know, like I, you know, like I definitely, <laughs> I've always said that it's going to be a requirement for them to at least do some type of martial art because self-defense is important, man. Like, at least in my opinion, like it's important because, you know, it just gives you so many other things. Uh, like, it gives you so many things besides just learning how to hit somebody, you know, like, you know, and and that goes back to everything that I said before, like, it gives you confidence. It gives you self, you know, like self-esteem, you know, it gives you patience. It gives you a whole bunch of stuff, you know. Um, I don't know if I'll ever teach. Um, maybe, um, maybe boxing, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, because... To me, I guess that's a little bit more, um, you know, like I would, I would love to, I would love to do, I would love to, you know, teach boxing. Like actually, um, Bam had, um, he had asked me to, he had asked me to show Anina and William some stuff like a couple months ago. And um, like, as far as like hitting and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, so that was fun. I mean, maybe one day, maybe yeah. one day, who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? 
<laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. Um, you're welcome, Kev. Uh, so any advice you have for people? Like, okay, so do you think people should should put their kids in martial arts when they're younger? Um, do you think, well, I guess you kind of answered that because you said, you know, martial arts gives you so much more than just you know the defense of yourself right but i think as a kid you know going back to you thinking about when you took it mm-hmm. how it helped you and you think it helped you through all aspects of your life starting from such a young age mm-hmm. um yeah, like I, I would, I would definitely, um, you know, I would definitely um, encourage that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's the that's the passion inside of me coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so you know, like I'll be like, oh yeah, you know. But you know, I I would say, you know, I would say like whatever, whatever, um, whatever the child, uh, whatever the child would want to do you know, kind of like support them in any way that they can be supported, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, although I say, you know, oh, it's going to be a requirement for my children. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, like I can't, I mean, like I can't, you know, like I can't, I can't force them to do something that they may not want to yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like if I, if I have to be the only one doing it, then that's fine. Like that's my passion, you know, like, yeah. it, you know, like that, that doesn't mean that it's going to be the same for them. And, um, and I'm, and I'm cool with that, you know, like I'm, I'm just, I'm just here to support the people that I love and care about. And, you know, um, but yeah, that's what I think about that. Like, do I think it's beneficial? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it was beneficial to me too. Like I said, I, I should have kept going, but right. I was just scared it's just like dang it's supposed to be helping me build confidence and defend myself and I guess in a way it was because now they're not giving me someone who it's like you know going back to any situation you know they're not going to give you someone who looks like you and the same weight and same height as you no they're going to give you they're going to throw it you know uh, a monkey wrench in it oh here you go this person's bigger than you all right defend (laughs) yourself it's like oh damn what so exactly yeah so maybe maybe one day i'll take some classes or maybe one day you can teach me some some things yeah. oh yeah of course mm-hmm. of course i got you All right, thanks, yeah. yeah 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 like of course of course i could teach you some stuff yeah i mean i always think that it's important to give real life scenarios mm-hmm. um because you know the way I was always taught, like the way you practice is the way you fight. Mm. And you know me, like Mister, you know Mister Energy. Like I always want to, you know, like I I got a lot of energy and, and I like to move fast when it comes to a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. I remember Master Ray, the guy that I, um my instructor that I told you about from the beginning. He used to say, and I'll never forget this. He said, Kevin, if you can't do it slow, then you can't do it fast. Mm. So he was pretty much telling me to take my time and to learn 
you know, learn the stuff that I need to know. Uh, but it's always good to have because it's, you know, like I said, things are, things are different when, when it's a real, a real life scenario and um, you just never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you just never know. Shout out to Master Ray. Shout out to all my teachers. <laughs> yeah, shout out to all of them. What you said? Yeah. Uh, um, Master Ray, uh, Master Professor, Professor Dill. Yeah, Professor Dill. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruce uh, Lee. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Lee. <laughs> Bruce Lee. I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. Um, Bruce Lee, and um, yeah, like there's, I've, I've met some wonderful. Uh, people in the martial arts community so to speak you know like i've i've met some really really great people and i still keep in touch with 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 a good amount of them so yeah like it's a it's a it's an awesome discipline to learn mm-hmm. yeah that's cool and like i said that's cool that you stuck with it so long, yeah you know yeah still with it and you know just learn different disciplines yeah 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 it becomes a part of your life, man. So that's cool. Any last words before we wrap up? Any last words? Ah, man. Um, if you're, I would, I, I would probably say like whatever you're passionate about, you know, get after it and go after it. Um, People used to tell me, oh, like you're in your 30s, man, you know, like, you know, like I'm too old for that or, you know, you're too old for that, kid, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, nah, like, I don't I don't really subscribe to that. Like, I always I always like to think that I can do anything that I put my mind to. And um, I think that if you think I think that if you think old then that's how you're going to act. If you, if you think that you're going to, if you think that you're not going to be good at it because you're too old now, now don't get me wrong. Like, it's not like I can say, Hey, Tasia, like I'm a, I'm a trial for the NBA tomorrow. No, like I'm not, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not dumb, you know, but, but at the same time, it's just like, if there's, I guess I'm trying to say is like, I think a lot of people count themselves out because they think that they're too old for a certain mm-hmm. activity or or they're too old to do certain things when you know like before they even try like they just cancel themselves out mm-hmm. and i think that if we take the time to take a step back and just think like you know what like maybe, let me just give it a try you might be surprised you might be surprised so i would probably leave everybody with that and um yeah and say that you were the bad one not me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah lies 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 you yeah whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> we've been we've been feuding about this for years like i don't think it's ever gonna be solved but you know <laughs> it is what it is Luane just left and yeah. he was like man y'all some bad bad jokers man bad jokers uh, you know what but whatever I'm not gonna throw him under the bus, but he was yeah. bad. He was yeah. bad, you know. And <laughs> if you're one of my favorite cousins, Tay. Thanks, Kev. You are of course as well. And I agree with everything you just said. 
you know um i think i think sometimes we let we let our age limit us absolutely and like you said we count ourselves out like nah i can't do it because i'm this age you know absolutely and um that's unfortunate for some people but i love it when i see especially older people doing stuff and younger people as well. I'm like, dang, at that age, I'm like, I admire them finding, exactly. a, finding their passion or doing something that they really enjoy. Even if they're not going to take it to, on a professional level, something that they really enjoy and they find it at a young age, you know, right. but right. I love it when I see older people just getting into something or rediscovering or getting back from that hiatus of something that they once loved. It's like, yes. Exactly. It does something for your mind, your body, and your soul. It's like, oh, man, I love seeing people out here skating. I love seeing people out here, you know, even just walking. It's like. Absolutely. I love it. So, yeah, you're right. Just just, if it's something that you want to do, something that you want to try, look into it, see how you can do it. Um, and go for it. Like, what do I always say? This, like, this is this is. <laughs> we're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. So, no, I'm, I'm serious because I think people think that we have this all this time, and I think yeah, people think that you know we uh, we even though we like do the stuff that you want to do. You know, enjoy your yeah. life. Don't right. say because I'm too old. Well, exactly. don't don't say that because I don't have enough money. Of like you said, you know, be reasonable. Like, right. You, hopefully, you don't die tomorrow. You'll be here for right. you know for a while. But enjoy your life while you're here, right? Exactly, exactly. And that's I remember asking, and I'll say this, like to kind of piggyback off of that. Like I remember asking one of my seafoods i was like um i was like how are you because some of those guys are are like um they're they actually are faster you know like when it comes to striking and stuff like that because they've been doing it for so long mm-hmm. and and i remember asking sifu um bill i was just like i was just like man like how do you i was like what's the trick to keep the speed up mm-hmm. and to keep up the love of doing it and then he was just like the key is to never stop doing it mm-hmm. He said, never stop doing it. And that's how you, that's how you keep up the momentum. That's how you keep up everything. It's like age is, age is just a number, man. Like, Mm -hmm. like it's, I think it's all in how you look at stuff. It's all in how you look at whatever task or whatever obstacle that you're going to tackle, you know? And cause I still have, a lot of energy to do a lot of things you know i just i just choose to i just choose to be smart about the things that i try to go after when it comes to you know martial arts when it comes to boxing like so you just have to be smart about it and you know always be confident in your abilities Mm -hmm. i had to learn that myself too yeah um i'll just say this before we wrap up um, one of our cousins, you you don't know him, um, but one day I'll introduce you. And he is in his sixties. He was in a bad bike accident. He's he's better now. Mm-hmm. Um, messed up his arm and everything. 
Mm-hmm. And I recently saw him and we were, we were speaking about it and he was just like, yeah, you know, in November, you know, I'll be able to get back on my bike. Mm-hmm. This man's about to be 65. And that just, that just to hear him say that was like, after this bad accident, yeah, you know, he said, I'm going to get back on my bike because this is what I love. It brings right. me joy. Right. Um, it does something for me. And exactly. even though I, I had this traumatic accident, I'm going to still ride. And th- to me, that's like life. Things are going to happen. And, but I, I found this thing that I really enjoy. And even though all this other stuff is going around, I'm still going to get on my bike and ride because it brings me joy, brings me happiness. You know, and exactly. I that was so dope. And I'm like, all right, cool. I have to come back because he lives in Georgia. I have to come back to Georgia and ride with you. Like that is my thing. Like I, we're going to go ride. So yeah. we he got we got some time. So I'm I'm gonna come back here. I'm gonna come back to Georgia and ride. Yeah. With you. So you good. You good, yeah. Tay. And that's what it's about. That's what it's about, man. It's like I felt the same way when I tore my ACL or partially tore my ACL. It's just like like one of the first things that I asked my doctor. I was just like, so when can I get back into you know boxing? excuse me and he said he's like gradually but you know i decided to take a break from krav maga because mm-hmm. i didn't want to re-injure it and it's yeah. just like you i mean did i did i get sad about that yeah because i don't i don't like not going after i don't like not doing the stuff that i like to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially if it's going to keep me in shape and stuff like that so like i i think that's awesome like yeah like I know it's tough at the time whenever you have setbacks like that. Yeah. But um it's important to to not give up. It's important to not give up. And like I said, like I had to learn that too. So it's definitely important. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Kevin, thank you again so much for being a guest on my podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me, Tay. I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely appreciate it. I could have said so much more, but like, I just, I'm thankful for the time that you gave me. Listen, yo, you can come back on and get oh, more in depth, more in depth about uh, how someone trains for maybe a competition or mm-hmm. how someone trains for this certain um, martial arts form. Mm-hmm. Or just health period or yeah. whatever, whatever yeah. you want to talk about. Thanks, Kev. Whatever you want to talk about. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Rolling With Tay podcast. I'm your host, Tasia, a.k.a. Tay, and thanks for listening. One more Rolling With Tay podcast? Well, follow on Instagram and Twitter at Rolling With Tay. Visit the blog rollingwithtay.wordpress.com for more content and be sure to sign up for the monthly newsletter. And lastly, subscribe to the YouTube channel Rolling With Tay.